How we doing everybody? This is AJ Torsa calling strikes courtesy of the Worst Take Network. We got our winners and losers and one I kind of put as a man, but I defer to his loser at the end. We got five and five. Let's start. The A's. I'm going with winner. Now, the Athletics are also known as the no-pay A's. Tommy LaStella was the thing that jumped out in my mind. And all the acquisitions they made, they didn't give up an arm and a leg, and they got the value. For example, Tommy LaStella I thought was going to cost. Not really. So, we're going to give them a winner. I'm going to go loser. Our next one being the Angels. I mean... Jason Castro for a mediocre relief pitcher. That's something valuable, something that a couple of teams wanted. Padres being one of them because they're tired of a catcher with a career too hard average. And sure enough, it's like, yeah, we got a mediocre relief pitcher. Ah, we need more of them. Here we go. Now, for the trade for Brian Goodwin, they did have a good prospect in that trade. My only thought is... Now, granted, lefty, 24 years old, apparently was the sixth best pitcher in the red system, their number 14th prospect. But I'm looking at this, and with a 90 to 91 average fastball, and needs to polish up on pitches, when he gets into the big leagues, and he he's got to either aim that thing like Greg Maddox, and in this power pitching baseball we're in now. I really just don't know how it goes. But, again, Tommy LaStella, they did not get proper value for him. But, props to them. They didn't trade Dylan Bundy because he's the ace they've been looking for for a couple of years. Alright, Cubs. I'm going to go winner. Now, they had a couple transactions. But, every single one seemed to be only giving up some... Minor stuff. For example, the Rays want to call up one of their prospects. So they get Jose Martinez for two players to be named later. That could be used in a lineup with Chris Bryant, Hurt, Sousa, Hurt. That looks good for the Cubs. Get a little bit of pop back in the lineup. A guy that knows what he's doing. Loser, I'm going to go the Marlins. Now, some people are going, why? Why would I go Marlins on here? It's simply because you have to look out for the direction, for one. And number two, well, let me pull up everything here. Because the fact when I saw the Blues acquire Jonathan Villar, I'm like, wait, that guy's a very good hitter. So, we still have to find out the return on that one, but it wasn't doesn't seem like it's anything significant there. But the deal breaker that made for me is they got Starlin Marte. Next year has a $12 million option. But in there was Caleb Smith, which I think for the Marlins is a solid starting pitcher. So, you are going to essentially get rid of a star and acquire another star and then give up a starting pitcher in the mix for an outfielder? Come on. I, I just I just don't like that thought process, but maybe that's just me. 
So we go moving on here. I'm going to put, let's see, I got to pick a winner. I'm going to do the Phillies as a winner. Now, the Phillies have had the worst bullpen in all of baseball. And what's the strength of manager Joe Girardi, who has been around the pool many times with all sorts of injuries? The guy has had the bullpen been a strength, but he hasn't had anybody in that bullpen this year until the acquirements anybody do a lick. It's just terrible. Aaron Nola, Jake Arietta, you feel bad because as soon as those guys get on the bench, they hold their breath because they think this bullpen's going to give it up. Two-run lead, three-run lead, four-run lead, seven. I've seen seven-run leads be blown here because of this bullpen. I've seen relievers, the ninth, the last inning, you got to have two guys come in because one guy wants to give up five runs. It's embarrassing. They need to make a move. So the fact that they got Brandon Workman and Heath Himbrell. Now, Nick Pavita, I think that that guy is just your mediocre relief pitcher. He can't start. Connor Siebold, I think, is going to be in the rotation because the Red Sox desperately need one. I think he'll be up there next year. And then they got David Hale for basically nothing. You know, it was kind of just like, hey, relief pitcher for relief pitcher. One guy does the job. Maybe you could do a couple of tweaks versus a guy that will give us a little bit of length. That's that's good by my end. I mean, really. So, oh, and they got David Phelps. That's the only one. Now, the guy's a setup man, and he just put up a career... Best, uh, 13.8 Ks per nine. As soon as he got himself some confidence and a good coach, he really turned the dial. He's back with Joe Girardi. I like this one for the Phils, and, well, hopefully it works out for him next year. Loser, I'm going to go with the Red Sox. Now, if you haven't seen the Red Sox the last couple of years, it's go all in, suck, then rebuild. And since it's a short year, I'm pretty sure they were thinking to themselves, you know what, this, this is a good year to suck and rebuild. Which, they're not wrong. But those relievers I just mentioned, uh, I mean, I they better hope that Seabold does phenomenal. And then as far as the trade of Mitch Moreland, he has an option for $3 million dollars. And you're telling me that Mitch Moreland isn't in the site for next year? Really? I mean, come on. Best hitter on the team right now, arguably. You trade away Mookie Betts, and this is your best player. You trade him away for, I gotta see the whole thing. I gotta get to a couple uh, transactions here during the day, so just bear with me. I gotta scroll a little bit. Then there's just been a lot of crazy transactions today. Absolutely crazy. So we get a third baseman. They already have what they should have a star third baseman. And the outfield, depending on what Jackie Bradley does, I mean, 
again, those guys better be developed into star players. Otherwise, this is a no for me. Sorry. All right. So I got two more winners and I got uh, two more losers. Okay, so next winner, I'm going to put the Blue Jays. Now, a lot of people in O Canada are probably wondering myself, how the Blue Jays? Let's review, shall we? You got a last year an all-star who only got a handful of at-bats for cash, which is less than $600,000. I'm call- I'm calling it the regular salary before COVID cuts in half. But you basically got him for major league minimum, and last year he was an all-star. Now, I think he's got a long way to go before he gets back there. I think he needs to lose weight and get in the cage. But this is such a low-risk, high-reward as long as they do it, him, Vlad Jr., they could be Batman Robin. Make it happen. But then as far as the other transaction goes, we have Taiwan Walker. This is going to be a walk year for him, but they could easily extend him. They can. Give him a couple year contract. They need pitching. Desperately. And Robbie Ray, who was a great starter last year, 235 Ks last year. Now, this year he's off the rails a little bit. And maybe he just needs a little change of place, a little change of scenery. I think Canada will treat him well, or Buffalo, I should say. And also a guy that could be re signed on the cheap. And then. We got Jonathan Villar, a contact hitter that's going to go great in that lineup. They need contact hitters in that power lineup. And then more pitching. Ross Striplin, a guy that just couldn't really find a place in the organization. The Dodgers were going to have to eventually come with a crossroads to him. He's been back and forth from rotation and bullpen for this is going to be five years now. And hopefully he's got a solid place in there. He was only bought for two players to be named later. A guy with solid experience and a career ERA of a little under three and a half. Blue Jays, you got pennies on the dollar for what you wanted to. For free agency, you're probably not going to have any because you're probably going to re-sign your guys. And this is really looking good. Now, I got to pick a loser, and I got two. Both teams really depress me. Well, really for the fans. I'm going to go loser the M's. Now, why the M's? Well, it kind of goes like this way. Now, do I think that they... Let's see. If we go by the... Padre trade. I'll get to them momentarily. Now, granted, Luis Torrens, Ty France, Taylor Trammell, and Munaz, I think that's how you pronounce it, that sounds good. But you already have a... This is your second catcher in the last couple of years that has the potential to have star power, and you trade away. There's not many great catchers out there. There's basically five of them. A couple that are okay, and the rest is a crapshoot. 
Why do you keep giving away talent for something that's not worth it? And then if we continue going there, continue going, let's see. So, sorry, lost my note. Bear with me, I apologize. Oh yeah, it's the Taiwan Walker trade. The fact that you got nothing for him and then the Vogelbeck trade. You're basically giving guys away for, like, it's candy. Like, it's charity. Can't believe I forgot those guys for a second. But really, you're trading away stars for nothing and I don't get it. It's a forever revolving door. And yet, even though I don't agree with any of these moves... There's still one team that's worse. But my top winner for this offseason, which I thought about it, I debated about it with uh, Matt from Worst Take, my boss. The winner this year for this trade deadline is the Padres. Now, the key for this trade deadline, even though I'm not a fan of A.J. Preller, the goal going into the trade deadline was a few couple of things. Upgrade the bullpen. Get great value. Don't overpay. And be aggressive. So, Mitch Moreland. Granted, I think it's a homer thing. Because he's going to be reunited with Jace Tingler. And the DH spot. I think there's so many prospects that could easily just share DH spots. Rotation guys. But if there's a right-hander, might as well give a DH day or first base day. And I hate platooning a guy that's getting paid so much money. But at this point, you have to give uh, Haas, depending on how he's feeling in between there. And your second base seems locked with uh, Jay Cronenworth un- unless uh, said otherwise. And now it'd be he would have to fall off from Earth. Now, they got relief pitching. They got Trevor Rosenthal for an outfield prospect and player to be named later. An outfield prospect that wasn't getting time, maybe didn't fit the system. And, unfortunately, the guy had to go. And what was given up for Mitch Moreland? It was the two prospects that may not fit the Red Sox organization. They got the catcher they wanted. Well, they got two catchers, actually. Jason Castro, and all they had to do was give him a mediocre relief pitcher. Austin Nola, a star from the Mariners, and they got rid of guys that, again, just didn't fit the system. Some of the guys that are actually given up were going to be Rule 5 guys as well. So that just fits the bill. And now, here we go with the big one. This is the king of the trade deadline. Mike Clevenger and Greg Allen, as well as a player to be named later, for Cal Quantrill, which that guy, to me, is the man. Some people not sure if he could start or not, but he could definitely give you a couple of innings. He's a dog. He's a gamer, in my opinion. I think he just needs a chance, and a solid chance. And I think that he's going to fit well there. Now, Austin Hedges. Now, he's a... He's a great defensively, but he's a career too hard hitter. The fact that the Padres got value out of him is amazing, and they didn't need three catchers on the bench. Josh Naylor starting outfielder. We'll see about that. 
And then uh, Arias, uh, really much as a second baseman, Owen Miller, and then Joey Cotillo. So Gore is still there. Patino is still there. The top five prospects were untouched. Some guys don't fit the system, which that's okay. And just also remember this, right? Third base and shortstop on that team are going to be locked up for a long time. So even if you have the next generational talent, right, you're going to get to a crossroads where it goes, hey, do we go with Tatis or do we go with this one kid? But also the kid is unproven. So the fact that Clevenger clearly just needed a change of scenery, everybody predicted that he was going to be out because he upset the clubhouse. He is going to be in slam Diego slamming the door on many hitters. That is a big winner for the Padres. So, going forward, our last loser. The last loser of today is the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, granted, we're going to go with Sterling Marte where they said, we're not renewing the uh, option, so it's going to be the best value. Okay, so you get rid of Marte, you get rid of Robbie Ray, who you could have easily extended. Just everything that you do, right? And I just want to make this known. You haven't developed talent well lately. You're trading away your stars. And it seems like every three years... You can easily flip the switch of, we're doing our best to, we're burning the place to the ground. You acquired Shelby Miller, and then you wanted to fire everybody in the front office. You got Granky and trade him away. I mean, really. You're giving gold, and you turn it into silver. That's how bad it is. I would just love to do this. Literally, I would just love to see what you're working for and just love to see what general direction you are going in because the last couple of years, I'm not impressed because you don't even know what your logo and your uniforms are. You don't know who's going to be your ace. You don't know who's going to be in these positions. You're trading off all your stars. And it's amazing that when I was a kid, you had Hall of Fame pitchers in that rotation. And stars to be remembered. And shortly after 9-11, you won your first World Series. Because I'm not sure if it's, oh, the purple uniforms retired or whatever it is. But you are slowly proven that you are a, just like a bad ex-girlfriend, you don't know what you want and you're not going to do anything about it. So get your ass in gear and try next time. I better not be seeing any of this Garbola next year at the trade deadline from you, D-backs. You're a fraud. You're fools. Get your shit together. And that's all I got today, guys. That is your winners and losers of the trade deadline. So if you got any questions, I'm always available on Twitter and Instagram as long as I got connection in the time. And please stay safe, stay healthy. Tell your mother you love them. And take it easy. Later.